With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So how are you? Good, how are you? Good, man. Congratulations on uh, signing that, uh, that that big deal. I mean, let's face it, uh, you know, when you get a great team like RPM Racing that uh, not only comes to calling, but they want to sign you, uh, I'd say that's a tip of the cap and a big hearty, how are you? Very good. Yeah, I'm super happy to be on the RPM team after the SRT team decided to go another way. So, yeah, I'm happy to be back on KTM. It happens, doesn't it, PJ? I mean, seriously. I mean, you're going to see teams there's, change all the time. There's change in racing. It is part. It is literally one of the can't take a personal one of the constants in racing. So you got a little bit. You got a little while before the beginning of the uh, enduro cross season that you're going to be competing in, right? Yeah, it starts in July. Round one, July. First week of July, <laughs> which is good for me because my wrist is still healing from when I dislocated and broke it. Oh uh, wow! Round three. So are you doing? Are you able to even? Are you currently not riding and just doing rehab and and training what you can with uh, that injury? No, I started riding in February or something, which was about five or six months after, and I've been riding for like two months, give or take now. And I did the Odessa one hundred a couple weeks ago, and that's like one of the gnarliest races I've ever done. It was just whooped out for three hours, and my wrist was absolutely is gone at the end of that race does so. it get inflamed does it does it uh, expand in size what happens what do you experience uh just the jarring the anything that's just gonna jar my wrist it yeah. just gets super sore and then i can barely hold on and yeah it's not it's not ideal <laughs> the, Od- the odessa 100 that's uh clearly a hundred mile race down in texas uh that one is in it's right by spokane washington Odessa, gosh, there's another Odessa. Whenever I hear Odessa, I think Texas. Well, I think of the Odessa file, which was a great motion picture based on a true story. Where, where are you based out of, Tristan? Uh, I'm two and a half hours away from Calgary. So I'm in a little town called Invermere, British Columbia, which is only population 3,000, so I'm sure no one really knows it. <laughs> well, still you get free health care, right? <laughs> kind of. Kind of, yeah. I would imagine there's get in probably, line six months later. That would be a whole other deal. <laughs> understanding how it is for Canadian racers, because I assume there's some some stipulations to the the healthcare deal. Yeah, I have pretty expensive travel travel tests when I'm in the states. It's all looking after, which I haven't got a bill yet from my wrist because I dislocated it in Reno and I had to get emergency oh emergency boy surgery there. So that was a bit of a a little sketchy. They tried to life light me home, and then the doctors didn't want me to get life lighting because my wrist needed immediate surgery. So wow. it was just like, and I was not even in it. I was like completely out, all drugged up. Wow. Yeah. Med- medically rough. prescribed drugs, though, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's 
that is uh, that is an unfortunate part of racing that happens, and for an international racer, it certainly happens to our American racers we, when they race overseas. It got, happens. You've got to be awfully careful though with a wrist injury because Tony Tony Wink, our own Tony Wink, uh, was misdiagnosed, and part of his wrist actually died, uh, which makes his his range of motion when he's twisting the throttle or. Uh, I think it's on his right wrist. And when he twists that throttle, uh, let me tell you something. There's a there's a limited range of motion, and you need everything you got, right? Yeah, this is my throttle hand too, actually, and I don't have my full range of motion. I'm wearing a Mobius wrist brace right now, so it limits it to almost no range of motion. Wow. So trying to ride on the throttle with no range of motion, and that's been a big adapt for me. I've had to adapt to that. So have you have you gone to like a quick turn throttle of some of some type? I would assume. I've gone to like yeah half turn throttle or something, which seems to help, but it's not ideal. It's it's not because what you get when you speed up throttle action so much is you get a far let you know it's just everything happens faster. You're it's really hard to control throttle input when it's all happening in a very short range. What's your choice, yeah. rear brake or front brake? What's your favorite? Front brake for sure. Okay, I just want to make sure that's the one that slows you down. <laughs> yep. The back brake makes you look like an idiot. <laughs> yep. Oh man, did I look like an idiot for a long time? Um, all right, but we've got short time here to get you an opportunity. Name off the sponsors. Who do you want to uh, sh- give a shout out to? Yeah, Matt. Thanks to the whole RPM, KTM, FMF, Maxis, Klein, Just One, Motorex, CD Boots, Speckled. The whole team, of course, my parents, all my family, all my fans. Yeah. Came in Everybody. fourth in Las Vegas, dude. Nice job out of you. And uh, we're looking forward. That was in the works, by the way, the Pro MC class. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, continued success. Heal up well. Again, uh, first time we'll see you racing with the uh, new and improved wrist. Uh, the Reno Enduro Fest in two weeks. Wow. It's been a cream and duro. I hope it's warm there for you. You know, heat does help, right? Yes, absolutely. God bless you, buddy. Thanks for taking the time to join us and uh, going out of order, as it were. But, Tristan, always good to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for having me. There we go. Tristan Hart uh, going to the uh, pits area, by the way. Do you want to thank Tommy Boy Halverson, creative questions on the program. Thanks to Chris Bishop and Jack and Leanne DeLeon for providing the uh, media meal tonight, the hot, delicious chili. And what better day to do it when the temperature reached the highest 78 here in central Iowa. I want to thank uh, Eddie Kulakamp, Tony Wink, Roman Avila, PJ Duran, always. T- uh, PJ, I hope you had a good time. Absolutely. Don't forget to check out the website, riversideraceway.net, for the weekend. If you're in the Midwest, I think they would love to see you there. And I know you would like to ride the Ten Commandments. For all of us at Evergreen Podcast Productions and Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, the home base, of course, the iHeart Studios, I'm Scott Casper speaking. Talk to you next week. Hey everybody, it's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. 
That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 